Hi everyone, glad you could join me again on this week's edition of Matters of the Heart. My name is Dr. Y and this week we continue with the series Parenting with Intentionality. Parenting with Intentionality. We began the conversation last week with essential groundings you need to give your child and a time of shifting narratives. Now, change is not a bad thing. It's part of growth. There are times that uh, it's important uh, to change perspectives on things. Uh, No one remains static, but it is also helpful that for every narrative that crops up, you need to ask, where is this coming from? And you need to also find out uh, what the narrative has been all along. And then also ask yourself, thirdly, you know, the premise um, for that narrative uh, that, uh, you know, that is emerging. And then uh, you make your choice whether to accept it or you know to to not accept it Uh, but it's helpful that in making that choice you uh you hold up you know the narrative you hold it up in the light of what has been revealed uh in 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 god's word uh and you you reason it out uh, we, we the conversation around gender has assumed the dimension that if care is not taken, we're going to raise a generation of confused uh, individuals. And when you are confused about the thing, the next thing is um, you begin to search for meaning. You begin to look for answers, and in the quest for answers you will come across all sorts of narratives that uh, uh, leave you even more confused. So you either accept uh, the narrative shoved down your throat by a very loud voice or voices, or keep moving around in circles looking for answers. And like I said uh, last week, in... uh, Earlier centuries, before the twentieth century, in the earlier centuries, um, you know, it was just basically okay. It's male or female, um, but now, when people refer to their gender identities, they describe themselves uh, using various terminologies. Some would say they are agender. That means they have no gender. Some would say they are bi-gender, so they're fluctuating between male and female. Uh, some would say cisgender, so those are the ones whose gender identity and biological sex assigned at birth are the same. Uh, so you have someone who at birth presented with male genitals and also um, uh, you know, has an identity you can describe as typically male, exhibits male characteristics. You also have those who describe themselves as gender fluid. So it's a mix of a boy and a girl. 
you know so they and then you also have gender queer so um these are those who do not identify with being a man or woman then you also have intersex uh, that is those born with a reproductive or uh, sexual anatomy that doesn't seem to fit the typical definition of male uh, or female then you have gender variant uh, that refers to one who by nature or by choice does not conform to gender-based expectations of society uh, now when you take a look at all these definitions you will see that some of the identities uh, talked about you know um, talk about um, uh, reproductive uh, anatomy or biological presentations while others have to do with you know choices or or uh, feelings now um uh, it's important that you understand the implications of the narratives that you embrace and its uh, effect on your children i'm speaking to parents now uh, this is going to be one tough conversation but um we need to have it if we do not wish to raise a confused um, generation and complicate our lives children are naturally curious and they like to make sense and meaning of their environment and so um, when you tell your child they're free to choose their gender despite what they are presenting biologically let's say for example uh, a child who was born male and enjoys being male uh, you then tell that child that um, in spite of what they present you know they are free to choose their you know, gender you you confuse that child uh, also when you consider in schools that um, you know if you teach them in schools that even though you're born female uh, you can have a gender reassignment and make yourself male if you don't feel like a female uh, what you are inadvertently doing again uh, is uh, creating complications um, for that that child um, if we do not understand the ramification of these conversations that we're having um, when we uh, take a step back and look into the future um, we will find out that there are going to be lots of relationship um, problems in future even in marriages where people would uh, seek for for divorce on the grounds of uh, i thought i you know i i i i, I married a man or i was dating a man i didn't know that um uh, she was a female turned male you know or vice versa um or you 
you would then find a situation where people are being asked to present their birth certificates uh, to determine their assigned gender at birth before uh, they're joined in marriage by the laws of the land, you know, and then written consents are given by both partners that they agree to live with their spouse uh, the way they are. You know, maybe if, you know, it's a di different gender that uh, they are from what uh, they were originally, you know, at birth. So before we get to that stage, um, it's good for us to have this conversation. So we need to ask, how did we arrive at this uh, stage of, uh, you know, multiple gender identities? Um, first and foremost, we need to understand that the gender conversation has its roots um, in the, the biological sex of, of humans now every child at birth i mentioned this in the last podcast presents with physical features that can be classified as male or uh, female the sex of the child um in most cases you know is um you know determined uh, by you know uh, health, the health professional examining the external genitals and that's what you have for majority of the population but there are times you know and occasions where some babies have um, external sex organs that don't match their internal reproductive organs uh, such cases are referred to as intersex uh, because, um, you know, uh, there is a presence of both male and uh, female features. But, but all in all, even in the case of the intersex, it still boils down to the basic unit of male and female. Uh, and this basic biological um, presentation resonates with uh, the basic biological order in which God made humans as an expression of himself. Uh, Genesis 1 verse 27 says, So God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female he created them uh, so even when you are an intersex individual your basic biological sex um, components still boil down to these two male and um, female uh, the human body is um, made up of a network of uh, systems, interconnected systems, you have the circulatory system, you have the uh, reproductive system, you have the uh, respiratory system, they all interact um, together. Uh, but when you uh, boil it down to its very simple and basic components, uh, it is still 
comes down to the basic units of life which is the cell so it is a cluster of cells that give rise to tissues a cluster of tissues give rise to organs and a cluster of organs is what gives rise to a system which is what you call uh, uh, the human body so um, regardless of the identities that uh, people choose to describe themselves by it basically still boils down uh, at the most basic level to the presentation of you know the biological sex now you can have uh, present with either uh, male or female sexual organs and then decide or make a choice not to identify by any gender but it doesn't change the fact that uh, you came with a basic presentation you know at birth so uh, you know boiling it down to the basic two of uh, male and female should be the starting premise of your conversation of gender with your child uh, so we will go on a short break and when we return we continue the conversation Dear listener, please permit me to share the word of God with you for 60 seconds. Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Celestial, has sent me to tell you that the end is near. The Lord says he's coming soon to judge the earth, and that the end is near for all those who serve Satan and his followers instead of serving he, the Lord God Almighty. Jesus says he's coming soon and he says that the sword of the Lord will descend very soon because the world has turned away from him and so I want to urge you dear listener please turn back to God and if you're yet to believe in Jesus please accept Jesus in your heart today and make him the owner of the life that you're living. God bless you. Welcome back. Uh, I know this might be tough for some of you to listen to and uh, accept. And uh, I do not discountenance uh, your feeling at all, particularly if you are the type who presents with um, uh, biological features that do not match uh, your your uh, feelings. Uh, that are typically assigned to that gender. Uh, there are people who, for instance, they are females, but they enjoy masculine um, activities. They, you know, they like to do masculine things. And there are also, you know, males who are 
um, attracted to everything feminine. They like to do feminine things. Uh, but um, have you considered that the way that you are is part of your uniqueness as an individual? Have you uh, considered the fact that your configuration is connected to your um, to your purpose, to your assignment? Uh, let us uh, look at an example. Let us assume your purpose is to fight for the rights of others, to speak up for the vo- voiceless, uh, and you were born a female. Now, someone who is going to fight for the rights of others uh, would need to have um empathy you know to feel the pain of those that you want to speak out for and at the same time because you want to speak out for such people you also need to be one who is outspoken who is fearless who is brave who has a thick skin and you don't back down easily and maybe you might even be willing to you know give it a good fight um, now, some of those traits that I mentioned, you know, being brave, being fearless, being outspoken, these are traits that you would typically describe as masculine characteristics. But here you are as a female, you know, uh, exhibiting these traits. You need to understand that uh, there's no mistake in the divine agenda. So, sometimes the requirements of your purpose your life assignment may need or uh, you know draw that demand for you to exhibit traits other uh, than the one that is typically assigned to your gender in order to successfully carry out that assignment you need to understand that Uh, there is no mistake the way that you are Uh, it is not a question of that am i in the wrong body no you are in the right body but your assignment your life purpose requires the expression or characteristics of uh, uh, characteristics or qualities that are not typically related to your gender you know typically expected or typically assigned to you by society or culture um let's look at the example of ehud um when god wanted to free the israelites from Moabite domination uh he raised um, Ehud, a left-handed man to deliver them. Now everyone in that um, typically among the Israelites, the norm was that you know most people were right-handed. So being left-handed was an exceptional ability in Ehud's day. 
and it was this peculiar characteristic that he had that gave him an advantage in warfare. Uh, this characteristic allowed him to hide his weapon on the right hip. Now, the vast majority of soldiers in the ancient world would keep their weapons on their left legs, which would then, uh, you know, make it easy for them to draw it out with their right hands. But because Ehud was left-handed, so he kept his own weapon on the right instead of the left. So he kept it on the right, concealed under his clothes. And so when he was being checked, you know, for weapons, uh, um, it was not easy to spot his own weapon uh, on the right because the assumption was that he was right-handed and ordinarily should have kept it on the left. And so God used Elihud's left-handedness to give Israel victory because he crossed the security checks. No one had an inkling into the fact that he had a weapon because the assumption was that, well, since it wasn't on the left-hand side, he wasn't carrying any weapon. Uh, so let God use you the way you are to accomplish his work. So don't feel embarrassed if you're the only guy, for instance, in a what is supposed to be, in quotes, a typical female, um, you know, uh, salon. Uh, actually, I think for anyone who has uh, any experience, uh, usually um, the males who are hairstylists you know female you know the hairstylists for female they actually do a very good job no disrespect to my sisters but they do it quite well same thing if you have them as cooks you know the males tend to there's there's an edge they bring to the food that you know you can't find it even with the best female uh likewise too if you're a female and you enjoy male, uh, you know, activities. Um, pursue those activities. You see, when it comes to expression of talents, uh, talents uh, are gender neutral. Um, and so professions need to take a cue from that. Um, there's really, as it were, um, and shouldn't be, you know, barriers in terms of this profession is typically assigned to just this gender and no other gender because talents and abilities are gender neutral. Uh, they do not they they do not answer to your biological sex. Uh, God, who is the giver of abilities, gives them freely to anyone that He wishes. Deborah was a national leader in her day and uh, the role she occupied was one that typically was ascribed you know you know to males uh, they were the ones who would adjudicate over matters uh, at the city gates uh, you know people would come to them for decisions but here we have a woman uh, you know occupying that position where people would come to her you know and ask you know seek her opinion 
on uh, you know matters uh, you know relating to them and uh, she occupied that role and her you know opinions were so respected that even um, a, a military general told um, Deborah that he wouldn't go to war unless she went with him just because he wanted to be assured of victory even after she had told him uh, initially that you know he would he should go to war and you know fight uh, so talents are not uh, uh, gender specific they are gender neutral they can be given uh, to anyone uh, so uh, accept and take ownership of who you are you're a female, you love to do masculine things. Parents, please uh, do, do not uh, then go and say you want to feminize your, your daughter's interest. If she likes, for instance, to play soccer, enroll her with a female football team. That take her to the games to go watch soccer with you. Even if it's a male game, take her with you to go watch soccer. If your son is manifesting traits like, uh, you know, he, he likes um, uh, female clothes, you could ch channel that interest. Maybe uh, he probably, you know, could take up an interest in maybe he likes, uh, it could be female fashion. So enroll him in a fashion academy, let him go learn the rudiments of, you know, how to make beautiful clothes for women and he brings his unique uniqueness as a male he brings it to that design because the eyes through which he will look at those designs will be different from uh, the eyes of his female counterparts uh, and if it is cooking that he enjoys enroll him for cookery lessons uh, don't say you want to um, try to change his tastes or uh, you know make them less effeminate if that those traits and interests if that is what he is presenting with rather than stifle them allow him and encourage him to retain his male identity as a male but if he's expressing interests and desires that go along the female line then help him to then cultivate those interests um so if it's female fashion he enjoys like i said encourage him to develop those uh skills you know uh, about you know making beautiful clothes for women uh, if it's cooking allow him let him be if he wants to be a you know um, a ballet dancer don't say because you know it looks like that's like more of a female thing he has a skill he likes to dance encourage him you know enroll him for the classes and let him rise to become you know an outstanding ballet dancer it doesn't necessarily mean that he has to wear dresses because of that interest that he's expressing he still retains his masculine identity, but that is where his interest lies. That's what he loves to do. That's what makes him happy. So give your child that support. Enroll him for the ballet classes or, uh, you know, they're male dancers, lots of them. So 
um, uh, I hope this conversation uh, has helped someone uh, and uh, at least it helps to set you know things in uh, context if you have a female your daughter for instance uh, she's a type she's you know she loves a debate she loves to argue she loves to you know loves to analyze things she loves to engage in intellectual discussions don't stifle her and say why she's not acting why she's not acting lady like you know um for such a person you know stimulate her intellect get her books carry her to debates let her you know refine you know refine that ability so you know instead of just uh, you know uh, becoming a very loud you know loud uh, uh, you know debater without you know any substance uh, she, she begins to learn the art of you know presenting your points in a you know controlled you know logical uh, uh, manner don't take that away from her because that is the expression of her personality um just simply refine it along you know uh, what her interest may be maybe she, she loves to discuss politics she gets tired you know if you're having a conversation with her about maybe shoes and bags it's just that is who she is so you study your children study what they present with and channel their interests along what they have presented with refine it make it better you don't have to you know then say oh because you are a female and you're expressing uh, an ability for male things so let's change your gender and make you male it, it doesn't it doesn't require that allow the identities to stand but encourage those interests especially when it happens that they don't follow the typical norms let people let people be you know and pursue those interests that give them uh, happiness um, uh, it is not every uh, engineer that is a male uh, it is not every cook that is a female allow you know your 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 children to to express their interests in whichever dimension it is encourage them you know while also helping them to uh correctly interpret you know their their roles uh, uh assigned to their genders in society so uh, i'd like to thank you for listening and uh, i hope you have the heart um, uh, to accept this uh, discussion and um, you know where you see the you know some misalignments you know what you, you think probably was the best way to go about it well hopefully with this podcast um, has been able to help to set things in perspective so I wish you a great week ahead and I'll talk to you soon again. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Dr. Y and I'm passionate about relationships. You can call me a relationship enthusiast. 
I take great pleasure in seeing people in love and more importantly, seeing their relationships thrive. For singles, this means I desire to see their love stories and relationships lead to the altar. And for the married, it means seeing that the sparks and chemistry remain between the couple, even as they strive to build and run their home in partnership with God. And so I'd like you to join me over the weekends for a masterclass series on relationships for the singles and married couples. And for our masterclasses, we will draw on insights from the Word of God to help us develop practical solutions to the issues we face in our relationships as singles and as married couples. So join me over the weekends as we try to see how to run our relationships from God's perspective.